Hey friend, first off, where have you been? What are you up to? Girl, I haven't heard from you in a long time. I know you're going through some things and I just definitely want to let you know that you are still that motherfucking bitch, girl. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. I missed you guys so freaking much, um, but welcome back, you guys, to the Milk, Honey, and Cocoa podcast. I'm so glad you guys are back tuned the freak in. I hope you guys have had um, a prosperous couple of weeks. I hope that you guys are now making it to the, I don't even want to call it the finish line of this quarantine because it's not even the finish line, but we have made it through Um, A crazy weird time, you know, being forced to spend time with ourselves and get to know ourselves better. It's it's a really odd transition. Um, I know for me, I'm tired of working at home. I'm not going to lie. I want to get dressed. I want to go up to my office. I want to go and be at my desk. I want to go take my bathroom breaks and eat my snacks. And I just want to get out the house. I just need to get out the house to go to work at least. You know, I just don't like getting off and then feeling like dang I'm still looking at my computer screen like but you got to be back on in a couple hours but but neither here or there happy to be employed um praying for all those who are having hard times throughout this time okay but let's get started guys as you guys can see from the title of this episode what we're going to be talking about today and honestly this is a tough one for me guys because this is something that I'm still dealing with on a day-to-day basis and you know, I think that's why it was just so important for me to get over it and get on here and just talk about it. You know, um, I battle every day with wanting to talk to you guys about certain topics that I'm just praying about and meditating about and researching on. And, you know, I never want no one to think that I'm an expert. Right. Um, even though I'm, I, I'm an aspiring therapist, I am not licensed. Um, and so I am. Therefore, I am not an expert, uh, but I am a human being. I'm growing. Um, I'm learning, I'm making mistakes, and I think that's what connects us all in the end, right? Learning from each other and our mistakes. Okay, so let's start this thing off with our affirmation. All right, usually I tell you guys to sip your wine, but I found myself drinking too much wine during quarantine. So I know me personally, I'm sipping water, some alkaline water. So if you got your alkaline water, if you got your detox juice or whatever it is you're drinking, drink that. Okay, drink that. So we promote good health over here. (laughs) Um, But anyway, let's get to it with the affirmation for tonight. Okay, so repeat after me. I accept the lessons my pain is offering me. Short, simple, sweet. I accept the lesson my pain is offering me. Hope y'all said that. Say it a third time if you need to. Um, But that is so, I think that that one um, stood out to me uh, just because a lot of times it's easy to say, you know, it's a lesson, it's a blessing in disguise, but sometimes it's hurtful to accept the things that we are growing through and that's hurting us to be a lesson you know sometimes we in that moment we look at it like what the freak what the what what lesson could this possibly be giving me but we're not being still and quiet in our thoughts to listen to what God is trying to teach us and so I think that was super important 
I accept the lesson my pain is offering me, period, on period. But let's get to it with the topic for today. Um, Wait, before we get started, I want to let you guys know, please head over to our Instagram page and show some love to these ladies that I'm going to be shouting out for their black business. Um, Like I was stating um, a little bit earlier, if you're on the Instagram page and you watch the video, um, I think it's so important, guys, for us to support each other like no other, you know. Um, I recently seen this topic going around on Twitter, of course, because Twitter is where everybody get the going, get the yapping, and the difference of opinions is amazing. But at a certain point, it's just like, look. Um, but yeah, I seen this post. I think it derived from Facebook. Um, a young lady basically stating, like, look, you know, the reason why I don't support um, some some black business or I continue to go to to my to my Asian Americans or go to you know some of these white businesses is just because of the customer service. You know, I receive a customer service. I don't have to wait or book an appointment. I can just, if I feel like waking up and going to go get something done and getting it quick, the convenience, I'm going to go. The customer service, I'm going to go. And to an extent, I agree with that. Matter of fact, wholeheartedly, I agree with that. But at the same time, I also know that when it comes to um, our economic power and when it comes to any type of revolution, when it comes to our fight against white supremacy at the end of the day, um, if this is an economic, this is the, the, the big, a big piece of this is economics. And I think that our dollar has to be more important um, than us just being overly critical of each other. And let me break that down because I think that constructive criticism is an amazing thing. And I think that we all need that. Every business needs constructive criticism. And I know for me, if a person is not doing me good customer service, that's number one, I'm out the door. But now we have to train ourselves to, okay, if that person is not providing you with the best customer service or the convenience for you, let's find somebody that is, you know? And I think that that's the part where we get a little bit lazy on. And I can, I can say that for myself too. Like, I'm like, man, I just want to go to that beauty supply right across the street real quick. Give me some lash glue. Like it is what it is. But I think that a big part of really us actively wanting to do our part is going out of our way, you know, until we're able to have um, stores on every corner where we can just walk into the store, we can have salons on every corner. You know, right now we're not on that level as of yet and we're building to that, Um, but we just can't give up so easily. One bad experience shouldn't paint your entire experience for how you go about dealing with black businesses. And if you do think that shallow, um, or if you do think that basic, then you're not there yet. You know, you may think that you're a little bit woke, but you're just not there because it's designed like that on purpose. You know, it's been designed like that for supporting your own and building economic wealth for us specifically. It's designed to not be easy. It's designed for us to be like, you know what? Dang, you know, family got a farmer's market it's a little while away but I'm gonna run a Walmart and that's and that's I think that would be my hardest struggle you know that's why you got to start small but we at a certain point we can't make excuses for wanting to play our part you know and it's just as easy because a lot of these these white businesses these Asian businesses these um, Middle Eastern businesses they don't provide the best customer service at all times either but we still go back because of the convenience you know we still go back because psychologically you know, that's not as important as it was if we if we were to go be, you know, disrespected by our own. So 
I just think that, of course, all of those play and give good feedback. If you go to somebody that, you know, hey, look, I really, you know, I'm glad I supported you. I love supporting my own, but I don't think you gave me the best customer service. So let them know, like, hey, I don't, I don't appreciate, you know, you being late, but then demanding me be an hour early. Like we have to voice and give each other criticism. And it doesn't always have to be the topic of discussion on fucking Twitter. Like, you know, we have to learn how to have our differences and discuss certain things amongst each other and not let the masses start to give an input on the things that we need to work on as a community. But that's neither here nor there. You know, that's another episode for another topic. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, um, the topic at hand, I want to get to healing. Right. And. You know, these past couple of weeks I've been, this is something, you know, whenever I think of things that I want to talk about, I settle with it for a little while. I settle with it. I pray on it. I meditate on it. I research about it. And it was something as random as me walking my damn dog. And I was just like, you know, from birth, basically, we're we're basically drilled in our brains. Hey, you need to be prepared for life to give you the worst, especially as for black people in general, right? You are taught very early on, like, you're going to get hurt. The world is going to hurt you. People are going to hurt you. But you got to dust that shit off. And it's crazy to me. I think it's so crazy how, in that same breath, we aren't taught how to heal. And it's kind of heartbreaking because then when I start diving a little bit deeper into that, well, why didn't my mom teach me how to heal okay well she didn't know how to heal but she still haven't healed well why didn't my grandmother teach her how to heal and you know it all just goes back generation after generation of 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 of, of, as people here especially in america as black people here in america we have not been able to heal or be taught how to heal the proper way anyways right we know temporary you know he'll get you know vices and different things like that and so that really kind of made me feel a little bit down because it's just like well damn now you fit you have this responsibility to change that change a gen that's a generational curse to not be able to know how to heal and so you know it just had me thinking you know of course right from we can even go back to our ancestors right Being, you know, having to go to war with a group of people and having your land taken by a group of people, then to be being dominated by those people, then to be have been enslaved by those people, then to have been um, systematically oppressed by those people, then to be manipulated, and because of oppression, you we hurt each other. It's a sick cycle, guys. It's a sick cycle, and I think that you know the more we educate ourselves on this process better it would be for our for our families and for our seeds generation after generation um i know i think a big piece of healing of course is prayer is meditation is having time to think and be in those thoughts but just like anything you know faith without work is dead and i think that you know god requires us to put in a certain amount of effort to help ourselves you know through us, he's able to help us, right? And so, you know, I just felt this big overcoming of responsibility to be able to learn and understand how to heal, you know? And I think the first thing my mentor, Dana, whoop, whoop, shout out to you again, girl. I might be shouting out to Dana every episode, honestly, truthfully, be told. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, you know, the reason why I 
got on Instagram and I asked you guys, how do you guys heal? Just because of the fact that I know that a lot of us don't really know how. We don't even know where to start. I know for me, I didn't even know where to start. It wasn't until I met Dana that I actually began understanding the healing process a little bit. Because I'm still, I think that healing is a continuous journey. Just how we've um, uh, got our minds used to being hurt, being let down and dusting that shit off and moving forward. That's a continuous cycle. And I think that healing is also a continuous cycle, right? So of course, there are going to be times where you're being tested and you're being triggered and the pain that you felt before may reoccur. Now you have to go through that healing process for yourself. It may not be as drastic from the initial healing process, but it's still something that you have to work on every day to attain that overall happiness. And so I say all that to say, I think Dana made a great point when she said um, the first step to healing is acknowledging. And that's so important because when I would sit with Dana and, you know, I would be like, okay, well, I know this this has happened to me. Um, this has happened. That has happened. But it was hard for me to, for me to see how that played a part in everything else and all aspects of my life, right? Me and my relationships, me as in my friendships, me as a daughter, uh, me as a sister. It, it affected me in so many different aspects of my life that I didn't realize. And I think that was the scary part. Realizing how have I allowed this hurt and these traumas to affect me as a person? What if I'm not fixable? You know, what if the things that has hurt me has damaged me permanently? And I think that's the fear that we don't even think about that's just there in our brain. Um, And so, you know, for me, I think that once I've gotten to a place where I was able to acknowledge what those things are and I'm and, and that's I'm acknowledging those things every day you know even recently as I was fumbling on this topic it's crazy how God works is because I'm something that had that has been hurtful for me for many years it keeps reoccurring and it keeps I keep getting letting it affect me in ways that I thought that I had healed from And so that's why I say, guys, it's in a continuous journey and it's never going to just be a smooth, straight, okay, I'm healed. I'm better. The rest of my life is better. Never, boo. Sorry. Um, I think the next step, once I've acknowledged that and I was able to see how it was it was affecting me, I think just being able to talk about it really helped Um, talking about it writing it down. um, I'm a very. It's like I'm closed in, but I'm open. Y'all know that meme with Tyra Ranks when she's just like this, but give it this. It's like I'm open. I'm open to what I want people to see me open to, right? I I disclose what I want to disclose. Um, And I'm just really good at thinking I can deal with things on my own just because I was raised on my own as an only child. And so I don't feel comfortable sometimes being vulnerable in front of other people. You know, there's only certain people I can just feel ultimately vulnerable with. And even then that's very uncomfortable for me. And so I think that was very important part, me being able to start talking about it, writing it down, journaling, recognizing when I was going through these emotions that I'm feeling and just feeling those emotions. Um, You know, for me, I hate, I don't like sometimes feeling certain feelings and 
sitting with those thoughts is very uncomfortable for me. It gives me anxiety and not just anxiety like the little bullshit anxiety. Like I get fucking anxiety when I have to work myself through those emotions, like a breakdown anxiety. You know, I don't want to eat. Like I, I'm disgusted. I can't get up. I can't do it. It's, it's very, it's, it's a thing, y'all. It's a thing to sit there and feel those emotions. And so I always try to avoid that. And I've gotten to a point where I cannot, you know, you cannot because you're never going to be able to move past it. And I think the next step for me is now that I'm recognizing what these triggers and these traumas are, um, I've talked about it. I'm going to continue to talk about it when I feel need to. Now I want to start learning things that make me feel good. Um, and this is my own person. This is from my perspective, y'all. This is not like a book that I'm reading like this is how you heal. I think it's important for us to start having the conversation about how to heal because I think we can learn from each other. And so I know for me, um, being able to do things whenever I'm feeling the inclement of feeling down or just not feeling like myself, just getting out, going outside, getting sun for me is something that, that really helps me. Being alone, being in isolation, I think for me, why that helps me is just because I'm able to be in my thoughts. I'm able to overthink. I'm able to answer those questions. I'm able to get back and be realistic. I'm just able to be in my own thoughts alone. You know, I think that really helps me. Um, and, and of course, getting massages. I mean, all those other self-care things that we think of. You know, don't ever let social media let y'all think that self-care is dramatic and a trend because it's not. I think, you know, we have to be careful what we consider to be, you know, self-care. But it's not a trend. That's something that's really important that you need to do that we as people haven't been privy to admitting, saying that that's what we need. You know, it's work, 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 no play. If it is play, this is what your play has to look like. And that's outdated. That's whack. You know, that's outdated. So, and just lastly, remembering that this is a continuous process. And I truly think that, you know, God in some weird way will let you feel good, let you heal, right? You know, it's been a couple months. You've been good. You've been I mean, you've been happy, you've been out with your girls, you've met you some new guys. I mean, you're just living life, right? And then boom, 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 you get depressed. <laughs> you know, something happens, something reminds you of something that was triggering and trauma for you. And now it's the big test. How are you going to heal yourself? How are you going to remember the things that you just learned? Because we've gone generations and generations and years and years without properly healing ourselves. So it's not going to be an overnight process at all, at all, at all, at all. So I want to end this podcast on a good note. Um, I think that healing doesn't have to be depressing. Like we don't have to be super depressed when we think about it. When we start thinking about things that have hurt us, it doesn't have to be depressing, but we should start being strategic about it. Like, just like everything that we do takes work from making money to having good relationships to getting better at a skill, healing is going to take work. And so I challenge everyone listening to the podcast right now, like do some research, like what are ways that work for you that you can do to heal yourself? Um, I know for me, I was looking at a ton of different, you know, sites and books and 
One thing that stood out to me was the actual definition of emotional healing. And I am going to cite because I'm the queen of citing. If you're a psych major, you know that's citing all day long. Okay, but emotional healing um, defined by thehappinesshunter.com. Um, emotional healing allows us to come to terms with events and circumstances which have occurred in our lives. Once emotional healing work is done to release the past emotional blockages, we not only integrate these experiences into our lives, we allow ourselves to grow and develop emotionally on a deeper and more profound spiritual level. So healing is, is just so much more important than what we have thought it to be in our whole lives. And so I just challenge you guys to take the time to work towards that every day if you aren't, if you haven't already. Okay. Um, I do want to suggest a book for you guys. This is a book that I'm going to purchase myself. Um, I fell upon it. You know, you girls had to take care of their bills first, but fell upon this book. It's by a black woman. It's called The Secrets for Sisters, The Black Woman's Spiritual Guide to Releasing Negativity. Karen Ray Little is the author um, it's an awesome book, a lot of reviews, basically saying how to, she walks through a step-by-step process on how you can, when you're feeling irritable and when you're just feeling negative, like how to release those negative energies. Okay, guys, so you can find that on Amazon. I think it's as cheap as like 10 bucks, okay, $10.99, $11, right? And just like there, you support a black a black woman in her business by buying that book just that quick. So it's all tied in, I promise you, I'm not all over the place. Um, but I hope you guys have enjoyed that episode. Um, stay tuned for much, much more. I do plan on collabing with so many different people. Um, once I can figure it out through this whole coronavirus situation. All right. But um, tune in. I want to exit with the challenge. Each and every person that listens to this episode, I want you to, you know, when you get on your story, how you always do. Tag the Milk, Honey, and Cocoa podcast on Instagram. Make a quick video and just tell us how do you heal yourself? How do you go about healing yourself? It can be one thing, literally one thing. Hashtag healing myself. Tag Milk, Honey, and Cocoa podcast on Instagram. All right. So make sure you guys do that. I love you guys. Drink your alkaline water. Eat your fruits and veggies. You know what I'm saying? And have a great night.